And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 165 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. How is everyone this week? I think we're all tired, aren't we? I'm here. I made it. (laughs) Tired? Tired is the... Yeah, tired. But I'm so ready to talk about comic books. Hey, my volume is going to be weird. Yeah? You sure you don't want the headphones? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Okay. Comic books, you say? Yeah, we got those. Lots of them. We should talk. In that case, tell me about Invisible Kingdom number four. This book is so fucking beautiful. This is gorgeous, and the story is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That G. Willow Wilson can write. Hmm. <laughs> hey, how about that? Imagine. Um, and I, Christian Ward can draw. <laughs> you have to remind me exactly what happened in this one because I did read three issues. This is the one where they both get back on their ship and they decide what their next step is, and they like try to reach out to the government. Oh and, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. cool, and, cool. Yeah, she phones a friend. She phones Vest, a friend. Vest phones yes. a friend. Yep, and talks about how even though people in it may be corrupt. The whole, that doesn't necessarily mean that the idea that it originally yeah. had is corrupt. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I did too. The Invisible Kingdom. Like, I'm not a I'm not an organized religion fan, but I was like, oh, you got a good message, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that part. Um, I, Alex isn't reading this book. I am reading this book in trade. That's a good choice. That's a, that's a fine choice. Man, but every issue is so good, though. I know. I, I, there, there's this book really has everything that you can want in like a space thing hell yeah it's got big organized things after people after your heroes Mm -hmm. it's got a scrappy group of heroes trying to escape and buck the system and you know make change and and a small child who loves being on the run (laughs) yes it's pretty wonderful his name is wrath yeah wrath is my favorite cool yeah yeah. This is very good. We like it. You Excellent. should be reading it. Again, I will be when the trade comes out. I read the first issue. I liked the first issue a lot. I knew that I'd be happiest in trade. I want to talk about it all the time, though. Well, that's fine. You can do that. <laughs> Nothing is stopping you. Except me, because now Nothing's we have to talk about to Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Batman, number 73. Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne might stop us. <laughs> Riding into town on a horse with no name. But if that horse had a name, it would probably be... Thomas Martha. Wayne? Martha. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, no Martha. I was trying to rhyme. Ish. Oh. Poor Bruce. Good God. Having to listen to Thomas sing that damned song <laughs> I over mean, and over and over Listen, again. though. As someone who constantly walks around the house singing this song in its entirety, I was like, yeah, boy, get it. 
Also, my my make... family might be in hell. <laughs> so, well, that's okay. Thomas and Bruce might be in hell. Also, that's right. So yeah, that's very fitting. Hell is other people. Yeah, hell is me. No, what does that make me? What, Alex? You forgot what Our you Thomas were Thomas Wayne. Oh, probably the darkest timeline. Yeah, no, one of the darkest timelines. Yeah, the darkest timeline. The darkest timeline. Darkest oh my god. Nice. Tom, that Thomas Wayne is from Flashpoint. That was not the darkest. It was pretty dark. Martha was the Joker. Yeah. Okay. But... Cut smiles into her own mouth out of grief for her kid's death. Not the darkest, though. There are darker. Okay, Brian. That's, that's why I corrected myself. Yeah, that's Brian, yeah. <laughs> what is the darkest timeline? Uh, probably one of the ones from the Dark Multiverse, because those things were, like, brutal. <laughs> okay, but those aren't persistent those all die out not everybody from it does (laughs) but the the timeline's still gone though i mean there's the one where literally everybody is an undead vampire at this point that was actually gonna be that was the that was going to be my my (laughs) if brian named that one i would call it the correct answer answer (laughs) okay because it is literally the visually darkest because they're vampires and don't like sunlight (laughs) right that's true so yes congratulations red rain is gotham city yes the red rain universe you got it that's it that's cool though so not if you're there (laughs) unless you're a vampire but if everyone's a vampire then what do the vampires feed on um i'm not prepared to answer this question everybody's a vampire then nobody's a vampire (laughs) eventually (laughs) (laughs) entropy even comes for you undead blood suckers (laughs) yeah so batman so batman Batman. yeah yeah riding through the desert on a horse with no name dragging a coffin and thomas wayne kicking all the ninja butt yep and batman well bruce just kind of unconscious splayed over a horse yeah occasionally he wakes up gets punched in the face i love how like thomas just glosses over oh yeah your back was broken i fixed it you should ride the horse now i'm like no you shouldn't sir no no riding a horse with a broken back is a bad idea he fixed it as best he could as best he could that's still gonna suck though (laughs) um you know how sometimes, inexplicably, like, 73 issues into a series, I'll start reading a character in a voice that makes no goddamn sense in any other context except maybe... You read Thomas Wayne and Andy We're Dick's familiar. voice. And then I will forever read that character in that voice. Andy Dick? Who's Andy Dick, right? So the voice of Bruce Wayne is now H. John Benjamin. In oh, yeah. Because he looked exactly like Archer yeah. in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. You're so I wrong. was doing it, too, just so you know. <laughs> I read every Bruce Wayne line in this as Sterling Archer... And forever will be. Forever. Forever. Which also, I really to... need a Batman cartoon where Aishon Benjamin plays exactly. Bruce Wayne. Yes. Please, please, please. Please, yes, please. Yes. Oh, my. Yeah. Robin! Robin! <laughs> Muh. Muh. Herm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, we'll get to this week's Herm, Brian. <laughs> For Herm the Bell Tolls. For tolls. Herm the Bell Tolls. The Herc. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So, uh, 
spoilers? <laughs> sure. Why are Thomas and Bruce road tripping through the desert? To get to a Lazarus pit. And then what? Throw the coffin in it. Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Uh, because they're, she's they're dragging like, Martha behind them. <laughs> that, that was that's like a the reason for their quest is pretty fucked up. B that's pretty fucked up. You just dragging her? I know, right? You couldn't even put her on a cart. <laughs> what the fuck? Sled. Also, a cart would probably be much easier for the horse to drag. Yeah, that's why I was saying it's... like a sled. You know? Yeah. Because you see so many sleds in the desert. Better than a lot of wheels. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of skiff. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of floating skiff. Like a land speeder, maybe. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Batman could make it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wayne Tech's got that shit. Yeah. My, like, I was trying to argue that in my brain, and I'm like, no, that's this is this is the universe for that to happen. Yeah. yeah. Totally or if you're if we're sticking with the H. H. John Benjamin thing, like some sort of hovercraft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be just like Gator. Can you use an airboat on sand? I bet you can. I don't see why not. I think I, I think I think that would fuck up the the, the workings. I mean, it'd work probably for a while, but yeah, yeah. Goddess mode number six. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, this is the uh, final issue of this. Um, the team figures out what they have to do to rebuild. Uh, the reality slash alt AR that they're in. And the Matrix? Rebuild the Matrix? Well, it, everything kind of has to get merged. And so reality and the realm of magic and everything is now all going to be kind of one. Mm. And it's super, super cool. I love... I, I, think, I, I, just, kind I of... think what I like most about this are the characters that they built in it. What kind of server migration do you think that requires? Um, all of them. All of them them at the same time. Some sort of bespoke Eldritch server? (laughs) Yeah, Google. Oh, yeah. That's that's fair. Yes. I better that than Azure, I guess. (laughs) It's uh when when Google and AWS merge, then you know it's coming. That's the I'm pretty sure that's how you get the Terminator. Yeah. Skynet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they call themselves Skynet. That's yeah, it's all over them. You know that's going to happen at some point. There's going to be some kind of somebody, oh, it's a good name. We'll just name our company Skynet. It'll be fine. As he sips on his bottle of Soylent. <laughs> yeah. Hello, tech bros. Maybe don't name your uh, paradigm-shifting product yeah. after <laughs> bad things did you just hate saying that phrase so much yes <laughs> i did my time in business and it consultation i can throw any and all shade yes even the secret 50th shade can i throw <laughs> shade? how many shades of gray were there 50. Okay. I was thinking there were only 49. <laughs> the 49. <laughs> that's that's going to be my... It's, it's almost as bad, but not quite. It's going to be my equally as popular fanfic book, 50, 49 Shades of Grey. 69 just, Shades four, of Grey. 49, 49 Shades of Taupe. 49 Shades of Grey. There's just one thing I won't do. <laughs> there were it's Dom Jeans. I could do Dom Jinkos. Dom Jinkos. Yes. 
<sighs> Gross. <laughs> so you were saying the thing you like the most is the characters, Brian. I do like the, I do like the different Do any of them wear Dom Jinkos in this? Mm, no. But one of them probably does, just oh. not in the comic. Oh, yeah. oh my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Tatiana does. <laughs> Fair Lady number three. This book's so good. I liked this one too. This was an this. So I, I think we mentioned before each of these is like their own case that she's trying to solve. Yeah. This one's this one's interesting. Yeah, a man comes to Jenner and says basically, um, "I'm gonna see how easy it is for me to hide. You come find me. Yeah, let's play hide and seek. Yeah, I'll pay you for it. Yeah, because <laughs> um, he wants out of the wants out of the life. And he wants to see if he disappears, how easy it would be for his enemies to find him. Right. Um, when she finds him, he's super dead. Apparently so not it, was, that hard. <laughs> it was easier for his enemies to find him than it was for his bodyguard to. So that's not good. Nope. <laughs> nope. And I will always. Oh, never mind. <laughs> you dead. And Jenner makes a new you, friend. You did. Yeah. Um, but it turns out that this guy that hired her is not actually who he says he is. Yeah. And maybe the people are also after who he says he is. Yeah. It's very good. Is the body who he says he is? No. Then it turns out maybe that's not what they were after all along. Yeah. What they were really after was friendship. Nope. No. Nope. Not that. But this one seems like it's it, it's starting to create strings that are going to all tie together. Yeah. This this is the first one with something that might be an overarching yeah. It's not a, it's not necessarily a standalone. Yeah. Cool. It's very good. It's just that one thread though. We we get that tease. Right? I love that Oanu. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. I can't call him a cat man because he'd be so offended. Right. But he's so good. Yep, I like it. Rat Queen's number sixteen. Oh man. Okay. So this is the first uh the first issue with the Rat Queens back under a new creative team. The first regular issue. Yeah, Ryan Farrier. There was Farrier, that one shot. There was, you're right, you're right. Ryan Farrier is uh, is doing the writing and Priscilla uh, Petrides is on art. Um, I super loved this book. Um, yeah, this... I, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than, than it, was, it was pretty awesome. And it's got my Quote of the Brian's week. Brian's quote huh. of the week. Which is how my friends would perform an intervention. <laughs> quote, quote. <laughs> so, uh, so lots of like just, improv jingles. And oh, oh, no, no, no. Just pouring more and more of drugs and alcohol into so, you. So, so Betty Betty comes in and I, I won't go into all the introduction stuff, but she's like, oh, no, no, gods, is this an intervention? And Braga's like, Betty, you have a drinking problem. But you're not alone in this, and we just want... You're being an insanely huge asshole, and you stink like the undercarriage of a Nargon. <laughs> it's true. You used to smell like fresh lavender. <laughs> Would you two comment we're trying to help or not shame her into sobriety? <laughs> no, shame is the right path. <laughs> Drink a little less and take a fucking bath. <laughs> the Dragon Con story. <laughs> So true. Yes. Yep. That's, that's probably it. the most accurate thing I've ever heard in my life. Wow, Bro oh, or that's, Alex. That's, that's pretty wow, good. Wow, Bralex. <laughs> no. We have become the live <laughs> no. model. No. Our servers have been merged. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a true elder tour. Um, 
Is this a good place to start reading well, this, this book? Yeah, this is this is a, actually a really good place okay. because, uh, I mean, they do start like right in the middle of something, but it's nothing that's been going on or anything. Cool. And it's like I think they say like six months after the last, so like things have yeah. There's yeah. there's a cool. big separation, and it's yeah. Um, I'm super sad that somebody is not with them right now, but I think Uh-oh. that will change at some point. Uh-oh. I read the one shot and it was really good. And Ryan Ferrier did that Rocco's Modern Life series that I love. Yeah, I was about so. to say, does it does it still like have the same feel? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. he's really good at catching what a yeah. thing is and doing his own thing yes. with it. Yeah. Um, I can word. They they, yes. they very definitely still have their personalities. Good. But they are different. But a lot of that is because of what happened to them in the last. Four or five issues of the of the okay. series before this. Well, and the reality too is like even under Curtis Weeb, there was so much shifting in tone. Yeah, and so much like and like that's why he kind of rebooted in the middle of his own run was right. because mm-hmm. he felt like it was getting away from the tone he wanted it to have and all of that. That like any new run would have to synthesize a lot of stuff. Yeah, and and Hannah is now once again my favorite. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, 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 teams of women kicking ass. Unstoppable Wasp number nine. <sighs> Yee! So this is... The half- second to last issue. Yeah, halfway through the uh, science convention that they have put together for girl. Yes. And at the end of the first half, things went badly. <laughs> yes, it turns out that the person claiming to be Nadia's mother was not Nadia's mother, and it was, in fact, a trap. It was. It's a trap. It's a tarp. And the worst person shows up to confront Janet. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, my. Well, mm, no. second worst. Oh, well, Hank, Hank Ultron might be worse right now. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. One of the worst. We'll, we'll just settle for one of They can share the crown. Yeah, that, that's that's fair. And then Nadia starts off by kind of beating herself up. So, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Whirlwind shows up, which Whirlwind was a like a big stalker of Janet, and that's not good. Mm. No, no, no. But she kicks his ass. That's okay. Nice, <laughs> nice. She puts an old New Jersey smackdown on him. <laughs> yes. I'm not a, a touchy feely huggy kind of person, but I just I just need to hug Nadia. Uh, not really, right? Yeah. I know. Like she is the best. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know what? The rest of the girls step up in this one too, yeah. which I nice. really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Priya does a great job, and I don't know who this. I mean, I think it's a it's a new character that Nadia is fighting in this. I Phan- believe so. Phantasm. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, it's actually kind of a cool character. I kind of like. Yeah. Like the concept that this character has, um, kind of like a mystique. Like they can make themselves appear as anybody or anything, but it's like a technology based kind of thing. I mean, that's their cool. line is, "The person who stared them back in the mirror was never who they saw themselves as, but they were very smart, so they built the suit, and now they can look however they want. That's awesome. However yeah. they feel." That's awesome. Yeah, and they do they do this kind of face a lot, like the almost like the dead mouse kind of face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a lot of different people that they are. So it's kind of that's kind of a cool thing. You know, I like it. I do too. Yeah. 
oh god, this book is. I'm so sad. I'm so sad because I'm I, I want this book to go forever. Nothing is forever. I know. Entropy takes all things, even vampires. Even vampires. Even vampires. Vampire entropy is the episode title for this one. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Vamptropy. Yeah. So we've got, what, two more issues? Is that right? One more issue. One. Oh, right. This is the next elastic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There can be only one more. <laughs> Everybody buy this and trade. Yes. Mm-hmm. Buy two. Foist them upon your friends. Yes. Yes. Make your friends read good things. Yes. <laughs> Do we want I more. Do. do as I say and as I do. <laughs> Correct. Um, we also get just a little bit of, of, of Bucky and Mockingbird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like, I can't believe you led us into this trap. What are you talking about? You called me up and begged me to look into this and bring you here. <laughs> yeah. Adorbs. Just going to secret yeah. this one out into the universe. Bucky Mockingbird team up book by Jeremy Whitley. Uh, I can do that. Are you listening, Universe? Yeah, I can do slash that. Marvel. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it can occasionally cross over with the uh, the the Kelly Thompson Black Widow book that we want. <gasps> oh fuck yeah. yeah! Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. Also, I just I really need I really need Doctor Shapiro and Thori. <clears throat> I just really need it. <laughs> so if we're all secreting, let's yeah. just push that. Well, that's, too. that's part of Pet Adventures, right? Uh, no. No, you want no. That, just... There's going to be a crossover with Pet Avengers. Okay. I need just Doctor Shapiro and Thori. <laughs> Do you want this to be like a romance comic? Or... No, it doesn't have to be. But in my mind, it will always end in that video of the cat licking the pit bull's head. Okay, <laughs> always. Because he's just so happy. <laughs> he's just sitting there with a smile. It's adorable. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't have to be. But it could be. But it could be. It absolutely could be. Could be. Okay. <laughs> Alex, Alex is thinking furiously. <laughs> Not sure where it goes. Thinking furiously or trying to start the hamster wheel back up. One of the two. Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing, really. I think that's. I think. I think that may be Jen's superpower. Is is stopping break, the hamster, breaking the rails so that you get off the track. Uh, <laughs> I do say it, it's been I a do it a lot. <laughs> War of the Realms, Roundup Time. Woot! All of the War of the Realms books. So many. Where are we starting? War of the Realms, Journey into Mystery. We're starting with Thori. We're starting Yay. with Thori. Yeah. Yay. So good. Oh, God. Thori coming in on that fucking RV going, you thought you'd killed Thori. <laughs> so wonderful. Thori gets new, new fiery playthings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this book has been... Fantastic! It, it is. This book has been exactly what it promised to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they ever once call her a cool baby, though? Uh, no. That makes me sad. I wonder if the editor was like, "That's too far." <laughs> I feel like they were probably like, "Eh, we shouldn't reference our own work in here more than slipping in copies of in our every book. issue." <laughs> Not to mention, it it would have to be a hot baby, right? Because <laughs> she's. Heart fire demon. No. It wouldn't have to be a hot baby. You know what I'm saying. I I need a book that is or at least I need Thori to become a supporting character in Miles is ongoing, but I oh, need yeah. I need more Miles and Thori. In the hammock? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Also having held my dog in a hammock this week, it's so good. Yeah, can I say that uh, like I love the McElroy's writing Miles mm-hmm. because Hell yeah. yeah. 
the, the, the whole, wait, 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 this is our poster moment, right? Okay, I call the squat position. <laughs> and he's also giving Thori squitches while he does it? It yes. has to be Griffin writing Miles, right? Like, it has to be Griffin putting all of these lines in his mouth. I feel like there are so many blurred lines in all of these. I don't know. I, yeah. think, I think Griffin's like, no, make him do this. <laughs> we were having a discussion earlier, Brian, apropos of, well... The hammock moment. What is your history with hammocks? Yeah, because we know that you kill chairs. Oh no, I don't. I don't break hammocks. Okay, Your I have two hammocks, hammocks break on my. You? No, I have oh, two no, hammocks no, no. on my back deck now. Okay, so soon yeah. to be four. Yeah. We talked about trying to record out there, and then we're like, mm, Brian and chairs. Let's not risk the hammocks. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I've got. I, I like. I, I used to regular sleep in hammocks when we was camping out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Next no week, live from the hammocks. Yeah. <laughs> I was mostly just hopeful so that we couldn't have to blame me for breaking the hammock because Alex is bad at hammock. Never mind. Next week, not live from the hammocks. It's not so much me breaking them as much as it is me just like falling out of them. I'll give you the low one. Okay. It's it's right on the ground. Okay. Isn't that just like a tarp at that point? It's 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 okay. It's not directly onto the ground. Okay. I do think it's rather humorous that they literally end up right back where they started from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now with a helicarrier. Now with a yes. heli- Well, and an army, right? Yes. And how is Thor so good at those motivational speeches? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the motivational speeches. It's the badass walking away line. Yeah, right. Are they not one and the same? Yeah. No, they're not. Well, you can't get the badass walking away line without the motivational speech first. It just, it's hard. It, you can, but it's so but much harder. It, it happens. I'm feeling the need to make a flow chart and some diagrams. <laughs> Uh-oh. I While love I it. While I do that, Brian, talk about Spider-Man and the League of Realms. Oh, so, um... This actually, I, I, this ended up being... Like, I mean, I, I thought I would enjoy it, but, like, I didn't think I would enjoy it this much. We end up, uh, we kind of had our core team in the first book, and right at the, kind of going into the second one, we get another character added to it, to the team, um, because Spider-Man does things the right way, and doesn't fight, he actually talks to somebody, (laughs) and convinces a bunch of angels to join them instead of, you know, fighting against them. Um, And then, in this one, we get... I would say the last member of the team, except they were already a member of the team, but nobody knew they were cursed at this point. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, but nobody knew they were a member of the team. I'm like, that's not a member of the team, Brian. Well, (laughs) so they were a member of the League of Realms previously. Okay. And like everybody, well, because she sacrificed herself to get locked away for eternity. Ooh. Yeah. They locked her in the tower whenever she was caught, and she broke loose, and then vamoosed, and now we know the plot? Nope. No. Oh. Dang. Only that first line. Yeah. No, Malekith actually brought her out and imprisoned her in the curse armor. Yeah. And in War Scrolls, which we won't get to in a minute. Yeah. Yeah, Daredevil, that's how Daredevil breaks curse <laughs> instead of fighting curse. He whispers her real name to her. Oh. Yeah. Which... Really, really parallels how Nick Fury broke Thor. Thor, correct. Yes. When Thor became unworthy. So it was just by whispering something in his ear. So Malekith still commands Curse, and so Curse is here fighting them, but like the whole time Curse is saying, Kill me, kill me. Yeah. And they do something better than that. Nice. And now we're ready to uh Talk about War Scrolls. 
Well, I was going to say, now we're ready to get into War of the Realms number six. Because all of these lead up to and at the end are like continues or concluded in War of the Realms number six. Like they yeah. all tie back in at the end. Yeah. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this story and this this crazy group of different people. That's what I think I like most about it. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, War Scrolls. Uh, these are, this is the anthology book that goes on. Marvel, like every time they do an event, they have an anthology book. War Scrolls is this one. Um, they had a Daredevil story that ran through all of them, and it was actually really, really good. Uh, it ends up, like, like I said, with him fighting Kirsten, I think the second one, and then he's fighting Malekith in this one. And uh, that was super cool. Then we get um, uh, we get Doom, Doctor Doom, and his response to the invasion, the War of the Realms, and what happens in that area. Um, and it's... Touching, and then it's doom again. <laughs> What's happening in Latveria? Uh, they're they're being invaded, and he's and he's not going to fucking have it underground and fighting back. But they're losing, and like, oh no, not, yeah, and yeah. There's a um, there's a point where a father shows up and says, you know, Lord, you've got to save my family. They're on the border, and they're about to have to go into Samkari. And I know if they do, they'll get put into concentration camps, and then blah blah. This and that. So Doom like stops his planning and fretting and all that, and just goes out and just kicks fucking ass. And like the girl comes up when after he saves her and like gives him a rose and says, "Thank you, leader." Blah blah blah. And then Doom is like, "Now kneel before your lead." Like then he's like, "I can't." Then show. he's Doom. Yeah. Then he's yeah. Doom again. Exactly. And then there's the third story, which is the best one. The best story. It's Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, She-Hulk. Yeah, Jennifer yeah, Walters. Jennifer Walters. Uh, and Freya. And the whole story is uh, Hulk not feeling like Freya would think she's worthy to be dating Thor. So she's scared to tell her. That's adorable. Yeah. Specifically, Jen is scared to tell her. Hulk is no out. Hulk just blabs. Yeah. Nice. Hulk named Thor. Hulk no Hulk worthy. Hulk no feel fear. <laughs> yep. I love it. Uh, but, but what might be the best are Punisher. <laughs> Punisher and Blade. And Blade. Oh my god. Oh. Punisher quotes Joni Mitchell. And then Punisher and Blade get into an argument. About what the best Joni Mitchell album is. No. About whether Joni Mitchell wrote the best album or oh, whether it's Lemonade or... I forget the other option. Uh, uh, Bitches Brew. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yep. And then they eat my dragon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's both wild and awesome at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, this one this one was super fun. I like I said. I mean, it's how all the anthology books are. They tend to be real hit or miss with each yeah. individual story. I, I would say, on the whole, I have enjoyed these more than most anthology books. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Captain Marvel number seven. <laughs> this is the conclusion of the two parter with uh, the Freaky Friday, mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen Strange and Captain and. Uh, Carol Danvers. Meanwhile, Black Widow fights a gator. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crocodile. Oh my god. When one has we... an overbite, one has an underbite. Does it matter? <laughs> yes. She's 
that that whole sequence like you ha- like once you figure out what's happening you have to go back and look at the whole thing yeah it's so no weird. some of us actually noticed that as it was happening which no, normally I, I, I do not and yeah. was proud of myself for yeah I mean, I did too. I noticed. I noticed when she kicked it. Yeah. And, I, and then I yeah. had to go back and I was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." She's gone. Like, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. And then she's gone for three panels. And just fucking throws it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Thanks for the help of the giant fucking crocodile, guys. <laughs> you said we were good. <laughs> you said you were good. She's like, you two are eating some of this. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I would have been like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> that get I like um, I like how the, the the solution to this was Carol using Strange's powers, but not in a way that Strange in would. her way, yeah. right? Yeah. It was a way that Strange would never use them, yeah. And like <laughs> that's what turns the tide, kind of so to speak. Yeah, yeah, I like that, and I like that Stephen was like getting a power up he's like oh this is good yeah. and carol's like don't get used to it buddy just <laughs> mine when you feel like you're gonna explode just go with just it. go with it wait what <laughs> Ex- explode I don't exp- yeah brian mm-hmm. deadpool 14 um so i don't think we talked about the last one of these deadpool goes to australia he gets sent to australia because they have requested they've requested help from the avengers so Carol sends So they send it. Oh my god. <laughs> and he gets Negasonic to drop him off <laughs> from the plane. And he's like, Yeah, I'm here. Da, da, da. And he meets um God, I gotta I gotta I gotta look up Captain Outback and I can't remember who the second one is, but the third one is the Tasmanian Devil. And he's got like a big like hipster beard, but he dresses like Daredevil. <laughs> Yes, uh, yes, <laughs> which, uh. is, which is hilarious. And so they've been fighting. They've been fighting like uh, you know the tro- the yeah trolls in uh, Australia this whole time. <laughs> and he keeps talking to Scotty. Scotty, how many times are you going to use that trick? What a hack! <laughs> um, but then <laughs> they're fighting, and some other Avengers show up. Um. Specifically, Iron Man, Power Fist, and Daredevil. Did I? I did. You did. <laughs> you did it on your own. Every, it was so wonderful. Every time we have done that, we have done that joke so many times. And that's how it's in my head now. God damn it! Power Man, and Power Iron Man, Fist. and Iron Fist. Their names are Power Man and Iron Fist. We have done that joke so many times. I can't stop uh, it now. Uh, and Daredevil. <laughs> and they're talking. And at one point, Daredevil looks over at Tasmanian and he's like, it's probably best that we just don't talk without our lawyer's presence. <laughs> I wonder if Tasmanian Devil is also a lawyer. That would be great. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Deadpool gets this idea and goes and talks to the leader of the uh, trolls and gets them to go to New Zealand instead of Australia and be part of the Ring of the Lords tour <laughs> as actual orcs. Alrighty. And trolls. Yes. <laughs> because he said, oh, they'll give you a place to stay and they'll give you all the food you want and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's how that's how they finish it. It's great. And then he bugs out. He gets Negasonic to come pick him up, and he takes off. Nice. Yeah. Tony Stark, Iron Man. Ah. Yes, now that we've Gino's gotten here. conspiracy quarter. That's oh, fucking yeah. right. Big time. Holy shit. Um, hey, Tony. Hey, what the fuck is kryptonite, my dude? Huh? What is the one magic word he knows, my dude? Shazam, my dude. What the hell? It's happening. Who y'all. tweeted this y'all? week about it's wanting happening. a DC Marvel crossover? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Gail's Moon. It's going to happen. Yep. It's going to happen. It's. I know I've been talking about it for three years, but it's going to happen. These things take time. You have to have time to plan everything out. It's going to fucking happen. There's so much in this one to dig into. There's 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 OG Iron Man in this. Hell yeah. There's the whole Shazam kryptonite thing. There's mention of Alex's favorite dragon of all time. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. <laughs> What? Or in this one? one? Yeah. Was that last one? No, oh, shoot, I read it yeah. together. I thought it was okay. this one. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. It's like, Falcor? Falcor. <laughs> he, yeah. does, he doesn't mention Falcor. Though. Yes, he does. That one was good, though, when he was like, you beat a foom? You beat a foom? <laughs> yes. The all 3F alarm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. And Janet's great in this book, too. Oh, Janet's so Janet's good. Janet's one of my favorites. Now. And also, I want to punch Tony right in his fucking oh, mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the, for the end, not telling you? I should tell her. I should tell her. I just... Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I should tell you. I should tell you. No. Is exactly what he did. Yeah, why wouldn't he, though? That's what... I don't know. Like, he's ashamed. Because he's ashamed. And he's going to try and fix the problem himself. No. But that's so fucking stupid, There's Tony. another angle. Zero growth. There's another angle. Qua? Who is Janet's other big romantic interest? Which is exactly why she deserves to know. She absolutely deserves to know. But you know Tony's sitting there being like, nah, she doesn't need to go through this again. I'll do it on my own. No. I know. That's not how this works. I know. I'm not saying it's a good idea. (laughs) I'm saying that's what I bet he's thinking. I think what upsets me about the most is he knows enough in this issue that he needs to call her to get her support. Like, he's literally like, you... you yeah, come help like me with this big fighting problem. Yeah, but right. Well, but, no, even, like, his decisions. Like, he yeah. knows that he needs help. But what if he make, tells From her a good she, person to make the right choices. And she doesn't want to make that, that commitment to that, and then he doesn't have that anymore. Well, this is the thing I think he is playing against. That's still so it's goddamn awful. selfish. Hi, Tony Stark is a selfish monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he is. is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're so cute, and it pisses me off, because I'm like, this is not going to end well for them. I mean, this is Dan <sighs> Slot. It's going to be all these cute couples who then get tortured in horrible ways. Yeah. Dan Slott, who hurt you, my friend? You know what the next issue is, right? Yeah, Carol. He tells Carol. Yeah. Yeah, and says he can't be her sponsor anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is actually, in my opinion, top of the list of who he needs to tell. So I Don't disagree there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And then there's the whole, you know, I guarantee you he's telling himself, does it count? Because it was only in... AR, it totally counts. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I mean, he's, 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 he's said point blank, it yeah, counts. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was his first that. struggle, and then he was right. like, no, it does. No, it does. Yeah. Right. Let's give him some credit. Yeah. So, so see, baby step growth. <laughs> and the first drink he was tricked into. Yeah. That sucks. He was almost even mind controlled into yeah, it. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Is it still good? 
probably. I bet it is if it's in this section. Mary Shelley Monster Hunter. No, that's the wrong section. <laughs> Mary Shelley Monster Hunter. There we go. Jen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you reading this? I'm, no, but I am going to start singing everything to Power Fist and Iron Man. <laughs> you mean Alexander Hamilton? Yeah. This is a, It's uh, not that to me uh, anymore. Uh, Alex, are you reading this? Is anybody else reading this? Just nope. Me? Okay. This is a very... This turned out to be a very interesting book that was... Mm, went in a direction I did not expect. Huh. It is about Victoria Frankenstein, mm-hmm. right? Victor's daughter. Build, because she... Like, she pretended to be a man and went to Vienna University to study medicine and got kicked out. Because she got found out that she was a woman and she was and, disgracing the medical profession. And hey, because she liked her jazz hot. Hey, hey, but is it still good though? No. <laughs> it's fine. It'll let me make that le jazz hot joke. I'll allow it. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it super brief in what I, the point that I wanted to get to. The reason that she's creating the, quote, Frankenstein monster mm-hmm. is so that they have a male that will support and allow them to be who they want to be in that social time and place, hmm. which is not what I was expecting this book to be about. So, But it's good. Interesting. I do like it. Okay. Faithless, number three. Um... But yeah, it's still good. <laughs> People bone and other people die. Like Damn life. it, now Sounds I'm like getting life. caught up on Faithless. Sounds like life. Aquaman, number 49, Brian. Um, Arthur remembers who he is and how Mary killed him. <laughs> Justice League, number 26. It should probably be Hot Girl and Mara running the Justice League. TBH. Oh my god. I don't know why when you said that for some reason. I, hot girl? Hot girl. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> should be hot girl and Mara. <laughs> I mean, yes, she is, but can you use her real title? <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought he was talking about the same person, hot girl and Mara. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Mostly not sorry. Okay, no, just not sorry. Okay, the fact that we both heard that, yeah. though, that's like... <laughs> Teen Titans number 31, Brian. <laughs> oh my god. Lobo shows up and is the literal worst father that has ever existed. I don't know. Have you seen Supernatural? Also, Thomas yes. Wayne from an oh. alternate universe is dragging his son and alternate universe dead wife to a Lazarus pit. Um, yeah, Lobo's about to stomp on Crush's head and kill her. Thomas Wayne helped Bane break Batman's back and helped engineer breaking up his marriage. Apparently the reason he doesn't believe that she's his kid is because he's killed all of his kids. Oh, no, he might be the worst. No, he might be the worst. Okay. He might be the worst. Assassination number four. Fingerman is the actual worst. Curse words number 22. Curses, foil to yet. No. Oh, I'm so mad that you guys are not reading this because just for a shoe. Hey, Jen. Now you know how I feel about two-thirds of the books out there. Uh-huh. Margaret's assault on the whole world is going swimmingly. Would you say she has the whole world in her hands? No. Oh. M- Margaret destroys but the cursed universe. <laughs> yeah, she has had the whole world in her hands. Cool. Previously. 
Farmhand number nine. Every time you say it, I imagine Troy from Community going, feet hands, but farm hand. I don't know why. And I just want to clear it up. It was not what we mistaken earlier thought. You said firm hands. Firm, firm hands, yeah. <laughs> it's just a different book altogether. So who are you guys going to get to host this show next week when you're retired? <laughs> I'll do it. It's fine. It won't end poorly. There won't be a fire. It's fine. This is, it's, no. That's like when Troy walks in and he's gone to get the pizza and now everything's on fire. What did you do? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, and there's just like a little like gnome sitting there. Absolutely, that's exactly what it's going to be. That gnome will be me dressed as a gnome, just staring the whole time. I will injure you severely. Yeah, you won't. I will, unless you puke rainbows. Fun fact. Taste the rainbow. Puke the rainbow. <laughs> Nasty. Hey, What's the next book? Farmhand. Hey, tell me about Farmhand. <laughs> Was it still good? Yeah, everyone's just, you know, digging a deeper hole. Okay. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Age of X-Men Next Gen and Age of X-Men Amazing Nightcrawler. Um, in both of these books, they come to realize they can't continue as they are. And, oh, you should read Age of X-Men Omega because it's going to resolve everything. Hey, read this other book now. It's kind of where they all they all lead to the same place. That's yeah. literally comics. Yeah, yeah. You have described... Serialized storytelling. <laughs> You've consumed my media. Great. Consume the next one. Puppet. Yeah. Daredevil number seven, Brian. Oh, shit. Matt Murdock is not okay. <laughs> Badum. Badum. Oh. Badum. Wow. Who would have thought it would be somebody in Matt Murdock's life that brought him down? Huh. <laughs> Nobody could have guessed. Oh, but no. Not in the way you think. Okay. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy number six. Um, if you give a Gamora a sword, she will run someone through with it. <laughs> if you give a Gamora a sword in Act 1, <laughs> she'll stab someone by Act 3. If you give a Gamora a sword in Act 1, she's stabbing someone on every fucking But page. what happens if you give a Gamora a cookie? She'll find a way to stab someone with it. <laughs> she'll carve it into a sword and stab someone with it. Nice. You've seen those those videos on YouTube of people making knives out of, like, cheese? Yeah. If you give, like, a more a cookie, she'll make a knife. <laughs> cookie knife. I was going to make a joke about Lady Shiva, but that would be Lady Shiva from Batman, and that doesn't work. No. Conspiracy Corner? Wait, no. Gamora is Cassandra Kane's mother. <gasps> Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Uh, Miles has a meet cute. Well, actually, that was six. I read six and seven together. Miles hangs out with his uncle and tells him about his meet cute and getting dumped and all that. <laughs> There's a new supporting character for Miles, oh, shit. who is the granddaughter of the Vulture. <gasps> oh snap! Yeah. It's cool. Um, Shuri number nine. Shuri finally meets her online hacker friend. Does it go well or not so well? Read the fucking book. It's okay. very good. Uh, fine. Star Wars number 67. This is the last issue of Kieran Gillen's run. And uh, heroes do heroic things. Okay. I don't know. 
Like, there's not really a good way to sum that one up. Like, it's the end of his entire run and ties everything up. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, number 33. Aphra and Torvan are reunited. And it feels so good? I don't know. Does getting shot in the head feel good? I've never been shot in the head, so I can't comment. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Uncanny X-Men, number 20, Brian. Um... Turns out that Emma's Emma's co-conspirators may not have been the best choice for her. <laughs> choice in co-conspirators, yeah. Emma Frost is the worst. She's the actual worst. Yeah. She's pretty bad. Name me one worse. Lobo. <laughs> At least he's up front with you. Well, yeah, it's true. This is true. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, Can you well, imagine being Emma Frost's child? No. Mr. Sinister. <laughs> At least he's up front with you. No. Damn. You know what he is about. <laughs> like, it's literally his name. Mr. Sinister. <laughs> Hi. I am up to no good. Let's just get on with the up to no good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. Emma Frost is so bad that I feel sympathy for Scott Summers. (gasps) Ooh, that's, wow. Yeah, she gives him all his memories back in this one, too. Mm. Please don't be mad, darling. I need your help. Have your memories back. Yeah. I did an oops and fucked you up. Yeah. Save me, please. I'm not asking because I'm a psychic and implicitly I'm not asking. Yeah. She a bitch. (laughs) Great. One might say she's cold, (laughs) Cold-blooded. <laughs> Willing to sacrifice. Called his eyes. Willing to sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, okay. I got it. Those are a lot of songs. Or two, are two different, two different songs. songs. See, that's my problem. <laughs> oh my god, the unified song theory. <laughs> All songs are one song. No, because that means the universe is just jazz, and fuck that. I mean, the universe is just jazz, no. and it all leads no. to entropy. No. Even for vampires. No. <laughs> I Entropic refuse. vampire jazz. At least that means it ends at some point. <laughs> yes. yes. When, when all is jazz, the universe ends. That's... <laughs> That's what I've been telling people for my entire life. It's about the notes the universe doesn't play. (laughs) (laughs) The unified song theory. Here we go. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it all. What's next? Wolverine, Infinity Watch. Uh, uh, What's his name? Who is possessed by the Time Stone. Steals a suit. And practices time control stuff while all of time is frozen. <laughs> and then makes Wolverine look like a bit of a chump. <laughs> nice. Yep. Does he just write bub on his forehead? Because that's what I would do. I mean, that is very good, but no. I <laughs> wish. In cigar ash. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, it's got to be more permanent than that. Tattoos bub on his forehead. No, because that would probably just heal out. Uh, mm. uh. Yeah, I don't know what you could do. Yeah. Adamantium lace. <laughs> I could put adamantium in the yeah. in the tattoo ink. That would be awful. I'd probably do it. Bub. I'd probably do it. Livewire number seven. 
Livewire gets tricked by a child. Oh. <laughs> oh. Silly rabbit. Oh, much like Journey into Mystery. <laughs> next week's books to read there. Next week's books to read. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Uh-huh. You have a random issue of Doctor Strange. I do, just because... Number 15. Like, I'm so enjoying this. This is... This is... Galactimu. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. Galactus consumes a world. Um, you put it on the table like a monster. Galactus consumes a world infected or, you know, uh, full of Dormammu energy and becomes Galactimu. Oh, I was picturing like a cow Galactus. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that, because it's so good. That does make more sense, because the animal universe Galactus is Galactopus. Yeah. He is a platypus, not a cow. Say la vie. Uh, Jen. Speaking of animal universes, Spider-Man Annual number one. Man, I didn't even read the copy, because you said it was on your list. It is on my list. Well, we can talk about it together. I'm getting it. Jason Latour. Yeah. Writing and drawing... I think there are multiple artists. I think it's like a multi-chapter okay. thing. But the big takeaway here is it's a Peter Porker story. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw the picture. So. Yeah. Spider-Ham. Yeah. Very excited. Um, Wasted Space Volume 2. It's good. Read it. We talk about it a lot. Yes. Yeah. Not a lot of like new number ones out next week, guys. Nope. But there's a good, good fuck not Mary Killbot in there. There is. Not Mary Killbot. Brian. Yes. Now, I'm not familiar with this book that we've talked for literally half of this episode about War of the Realms, number six. Yes, the last one. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's on the list. The, the event is after two full months of every week having stuff, the event is coming to an end. Yes. Yes. And we shall see how, how the Thor verses changed coming out of this. I think. War of the Realms Omega actually gives us most of how the oh, Thor you're probably changed. right, but yeah, yeah. Mm. not to be contrary. There, you're probably but right. <laughs> there's one more issue after the last issue. Well, you know what? <laughs> to be with Marvel stuff, sometimes it the story like what's going to happen kind of finishes in the last book, yeah. and then the Omega is like an epilogue. Well, you have your climax, and then you have your denouement. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And and they've done both. They've, yeah. they've concluded it in the Omega, or sometimes they conclude it in the book, and then. They get there. I think the Omega, by and large, is setting up status quos for Thor and Loki and yeah, it's it's Fallout, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. they are all in a post-apocalyptic Las Vegas fighting radiated monsters. Fallout. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. they get they they all get fat boys. Yes, Mm -hmm. they were. I don't. I I don't care. Fat boy is the mini nuke. Mini nuke. Okay, I was Mm -hmm. thinking of the Pip Boy. I was like, yeah, that's a Pip Boy, but the Fat Boy is the mini nuke, and it's literally it's a mini nuke on a like slingshot rifle. Yeah, (laughs) it's like a slingshot. It's it's like wow, that wouldn't work. (laughs) All right, this is where Tim and I are going to talk about Swamp Thing. They sit in the swamp and talk TV. It's branching out with Tim and me. 
Hey, Tim. Hey, Alex. How's it going? Fantastic. So, uh, we watched more Swamp Thing. We did. And now we're gonna find out what happens when we wait, you know, most of a day before recording. <laughs> Probably nothing good. Yeah. Um, first question, what did you think? How did you enjoy this one? How many, how many wriggling vines does this one get? Uh, this one gets four. This one gets I think four. that's fair. Yeah, it, it was a good episode. It felt a little short, and I know we had sort of a disagreement on this, but it, it, it ended on kind of a weird note for me. I mean, I don't disagree agree that it's a weird note i think that's probably where they meant to end it and i can see why they meant to end it there but i don't actually disagree that it's a weird yeah. note to end up. okay all right it's the same page there yeah um and i think i think i figured out why it feels short compared to the first two one there's less world building that has to happen for us to know what's going on at this point like we kind of got that in one and two yeah that's true um and that means that and this is kind of reason number two slash effect of reason number one we don't spend as much time with just abby or abby and alec this is also true we spend still a good deal of time with her but we see more interactions between more other characters and in general i think more short scenes yeah i think i i I have obviously not sat down with a stopwatch timing this (laughs) um but i think probably like the scenes in yesterday's episode were probably shorter than the scenes in one and two it was a lot of the I don't, I don't know how to refer to the scenes but like those those sort of b plot stories getting advanced just a little bit um yeah. the blue devil story the xanadu story um the dead sister story yeah you know you you, you see stuff that's obviously going to pay off at some point here yeah well we have so we have blue devil and xanadu kind of together being spooky together yeah we get a couple of, of of appearances of uh what is shauna yes um shauna sunderland once in a bathroom mirror that cracks which is what happened when xanadu tried to talk to her through uh maria mm-hmm. uh, or to find out what was spooping out maria <laughs> i guess <laughs> Um, so, like, that's one of those design notes that I think is cool in its consistency. Like, she shows up in mirrors and cracks them when she, like, manifests enough to speak or whatever. And then we kind of get shades of her again, like, a weak reflection in a piece of glass when, when Maria and Avery have a confrontation later. But we get Maria and Shauna with screen time together. We get Avery and Maria with screen time together. We get Avery and corrupt banker dude who's been doing his bidding with screen time together after seeing uh shoot what is her name delroy's daughter oh i forget delroy abby's friend yes yes the the news reporter yeah we see the reporter and the banker together and she's trying to get him to 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 spill to her about whatever he's doing we get um there's another break oh the sheriff and her son we get a couple of times we get the sheriff and avery yes and we learn that hey maybe they like to hook up sometimes Mm -hmm. when things are not good between avery and maria and he tries to hook up with the sheriff while his wife is upstairs come on my dude <laughs> um yeah. but that's the only thing like, that stops her you know yeah. she's she's in for it too except well for- i mean she she gives him some shade over you know you only do this when you and your wife are having trouble yeah she's she's aware of the situation i don't think she likes it but it does seem like well you know <laughs> yeah she wasn't no harm she wasn't gonna say no yeah um but it's a lot of like support 
supporting character relationships in this yes. episode. Yes. And it's a lot of quick bits of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a scene with with um, the younger Delroy, the reporter, and her girlfriend. And it's like her girlfriend in the swamp later finding pieces of Alex's boat and seeing it's been shot up and that it wasn't just a harmless explosion. Uh, so like by comparison, it's a lot of... Oh, and and, and uh, Woodrow and his wife yep. at home. Like it's a lot of just the other characters. I mean, the most we really see of Abby is we have a couple of scenes in the hospital. We have a couple of scenes in Alex's lab. We have a quick scene with her and Monica? Is her name Monica? Delroy? I really don't remember. Uh, um, We have just a couple of shots of her getting like really pissed off and shouting fuck. <laughs> which I commented while we were watching like, I appreciate that on this show, like, I'm not, I'm not one for gratuitous, let's earn an R rating for its own sake, but, like, sometimes you just gotta shout, well, fuck, when things go wrong. (laughs) Like, I appreciate when characters can do that. Um, but it's, it's, I think that's it. I think it's just so much the structure of it makes it seem, seem more like a collection of scenes. Yeah. And less like we are advancing the A plot. Which the, uh, the A plot gets advanced. We didn't really discuss this because she finds Alex's journal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not just his, not just his, his, uh, his vlog. vlog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His actual journal this time. Um, but, uh, and so she's able to work out that the, the stuff the hospital's doing to the people who are suffering from the disease is the wrong way to go about it. And is well, only making the problem worse. There's also a conversation with Alec that kind of helps with that too. Yeah. I mean, the episode is called, he speaks, he speaks basically to help nudge her back on the right track. Right. Right. Um, cause she's also had a, Avery has begun to interfere in the invest in her investigation. He has, it is at least implied, gotten the CDC to send someone to stymie her, and he's definitely sent Jason Woodrow into the lab. And what a tool is he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, although his his yes, he is a giant tool. But the the backup story with him and his wife, who is having some issues, and he's trying to work out yeah. some some issues there, sort of give you a different look at him. But yeah, he is not a not a great dude. Um, um, I, I, well, I mean, he's complicated. There are shades, and I appreciate that there are shades, and he's not just mustache twirling. Yes. And what I think I like about the way he is built as a villain or a supporting villain or whatever is we get very quickly, he is, like, lawful evil in a very scientific way. Yes. Like, he has a conversation in this with Abby, whom he literally quizzes to see if she is worth talking to about how science is pure knowledge and is the only right way to approach the investigation and that how dare you bring your petty human emotions um and then we see that scene with him and his wife and he does come across as tender and he does come across as caring but the thing he says at the end of it is still like consistent with his worldview and the thing he says is this can't the thing he says is this can't make you forget me because i won't allow it i won't let it and there is something about that kind of i mean don't get me wrong science is good science is valuable i love science if i had not gone into theater i probably would have gone into chemistry maybe psychology but you know um there is an attitude in some people that is science is pure and i am right and it's this very self-centered version of what progress and development is um and you can't 
can't have good science without respect for humanity in it. And the fact that he is built that way, and I think very subtle ways at first. I mean, you can take the moment of I won't let it as it is a thing that someone sweetly would say in a rom-com. Yes. But as a piece of like a whole character profile, I think it sets up in a very specific way and a very small way, a sort of character consistency going forward. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And and also, like, maybe even in a manner, like, he doesn't understand how his own human emotions are affecting him. Yeah. Like, he sees the scientific problem, and the scientific problem needs to be eliminated, not knowing that the reason he wants to is because he actually loves this this woman or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's lost on him a little bit. Yeah. But, um. yeah. Uh, and I think probably, like, he's the most we see, like, a new aspect of a character in this, in this episode, right? Yes, yes. We learn that, okay, the sheriff is maybe, maybe a little more, if not corrupt, morally ambiguous than we got time with her in the first one, because she is, you know, on the sly hooking up with Avery behind his wife's back. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but really, like, I feel like Woodrow is the one we get the most actual character development on. Everything else, I think, is through the lens of relationship, and is useful world building as that yeah um the, the Blue Devil set up a little bit like it, it for whatever reason he's not allowed to leave yeah so we, we get a little bit on that that he's not here by his own choice but yeah I'd definitely say that Woodrow was the one who, who got the most the most out of that episode yeah um, and also just like effortlessly creepy yeah <laughs> yeah very very good yeah. alright what else you got Tim um, just this whole show I back to the thing about it getting cancelled I, I don't understand it it's cast so well it's played so well the sets are done so well there's not a downside to this show i i don't understand i don't think anybody understands it and the ones who know why aren't saying like it has to be a money issue right because i mean it's nothing with the show i mean at the end of the day like everything's a money issue in, in producing art content you know tv show whatever um, I mean, the government of North Carolina claims that the reports about their numbers being wrong are not accurate, yeah. but I don't trust the government of North Carolina. <laughs> the government of North Carolina is one of the creepiest state governments. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I really, like, I am still holding out hope that somebody picks up the show. And I hope when they do so, even though we know that some other places have good track records of making these comic book TV shows, I hope they leave it alone. Like, I hope they have the same yeah. people involved and I hope them let they go the same routes that they were planning on going before because everything is it's set up really well so far yeah it's just very good um the one thing left that i don't think we've mentioned is we get what is probably our first glimpse of the gray in this episode the the decay equivalent of the green yes um the gentleman whom swamp thing drew and quartered last episode uh does his best oogie boogie cosplay (laughs) i think that's what we just started referring to him as was yeah was oogie boogie for that reason oogie boogie maybe the oogie boogie man i like that <laughs> that's pretty uh, good that's pretty good although as i think about it that's a lyric in oogie boogie's song so anyway <laughs> um he becomes basically an uh autonomous bug entity in a thin meat sack mm-hmm. and uh chases down abby and fights swamp thing a little bit uh but that idea of like these bugs which after two episodes of getting like visual language of how plants move we get this really cool like visual language of how these bugs work and they move toward and they move against but they all locomote as like individual entities and have their own their own ways of moving like some cross 
crawl and some wriggle and some like sidewind and some hop. There was one like I saw one like hop up through a crack. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> I mean, it's it's I guess just continuing my inappropriate responses to the horror elements in this show. Yeah. Um, what was it? Do you remember what it was? It was like something really gruesome, and I just started laughing at. Uh, during this episode, yeah. Uh, I know we talked about the uh, the recap yeah. being a little graphic, but no, I don't remember exactly. Hmm. I know there was something that I laughed out loud at. It just how oh that should be spooky, but it's it's funny yeah. too. Uh, um, but yeah, so so we've got green, we've got gray. Will we see red? Who knows? I know uh, the other thing is, does Shauna interact with any of that? I, like, um, I'm wondering if Shauna is building to like a separate story, or if Shauna is going to be a piece of that that puzzle. I mean, I would say if Shauna were a piece of that explicitly, Shauna would probably be part of the gray. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think we know enough really to know. I think that's the mystery. Yeah. The, the real mystery in the middle of this. Um, if you and I. I don't know i haven't read all of swamp thing maybe there are answers and things i haven't read mm-hmm. but if you come in with i'd call an average amount of swamp thing knowledge like that's the thing that i think is still going to be the okay what is going on there yeah. element agreed all right i think that's it i think we're about at time yep. you have any last words nope can't wait for episode four didn't get any cool. doom patrol this this week so hopefully i can double up next week get caught back up yep all righty thanks tim yep thank you and until next time we've been branching out i don't remember how we end this that works toodles <laughs> and now tim and i have talked about swamp thing <laughs> are you guys watching swamp thing i know you watched the first one i've watched two okay. I, I have not seen it yet there's okay. only three out right or are there four uh the fourth one is out we just talked about the third one okay cool cool yeah, yeah. i will be catching up very soon it's fun you, right. you would I'm, really enjoy it i'm, I'm sure so I will. mad yeah. that it's canceled because the first two episodes are just <sighs> So, and I didn't want to watch it because I thought it looked stupid. Right. Because the trailer, in my opinion, did not do it justice. I thought the trailer was pretty good. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. But it's such a good show. And it's disgusting. You know how the first couple of episodes give you, like, the vine movement? Yeah. You get to see bugs in number three. Ooh, it's going to get even grosser. Okay, so maybe I do understand that I, I don't understand why they canceled it because it's great. But they did quote that it was much more gross than they thought it was going to be. They, the infamous they, whoever the fuck canceled it. I mean, they do draw and quarter a man at the end of episode two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're on a streaming (laughs) service. You just tell people this is what it is and move along. It's not like you've got censorship issues. Also, you have a show where Starfire, Starfire literally kills indiscriminately. Yeah. Okay. With, from what I've watched so far, like a 60% mortality rate for female characters and like a 0% mortality rate for men. Titans. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't, a lot of I've only seen like four men. episodes. Yeah, that's, I think about I'm like an episode past talking dev. Yeah, that's, I think I've, uh, yeah. Yeah. Neither here nor there. I don't hate that show like Alex does. Yeah, I don't either. Like it's I said, not that it's, I hate it. It's just not what I want it to be. It's it's not it's not any Teen Titans you've ever seen. I mean, no, as long as you, you can. Let, you gotta let go with that. Yeah, early. you it cannot go into it expecting something that you know. No, it made me like Dove. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, it's just not my thing. Yeah, I like Don Granger in that. Yeah, a lot. Um, yeah, for that whole episode, they come back. I find that very difficult to believe in her case. Okay. Well, she's not dead at the end of that episode. They act like she is? Mm. Okay, well, I'm a little less mad now. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where I got mad. I hey, like, well, spoiler alert. It's been out for months, so no, I don't that's care. That's fine. 
It's a helpful spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Keep okay. watching. Yeah. Um, Swamp Thing's still better. Swamp Thing is very good. It's it's very good. Yeah. My vote's for Doom Patrol because that was oh that's what that is on its, its own level. Category. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. God, that was so good. Yeah, it's so good. Now we've talked about DC's Stream television Stream. shows. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, that's fine. I was stalling for time because my iPad wouldn't unlock. Oh no. Anybody else have anything else to mention? Mm, no. Not currently. In that case, we would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We are available wherever you listen to podcasts, including this place you are listening to podcasts right now. Imagine. What a twist. Oh, that was my shoulder. I'm sorry. You can also listen to us on our website at panelologypodcast.com, which is also a great place to go to submit questions to us. If you would like to support us, you can share us with people. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Or you can uh, patronize us at patreon.com slash panelology. <laughs> patronize us. We enjoy patronizing each other. You can patronize us. It's true, we all do. All the time. Yeah. If you would like things with our logo on them, bit.ly slash panelology merch is the place to go. And that will take you to a place where you can buy things with our logo on them. Yeah. If you want more of Jen and me and that one time Brian, listen to Minds at Yerk, where we are joined by occasional guest hosts here, Tim and Meg, and we talk about Animorphs. We are currently smack dab in the middle of the Hork Bajir Chronicles. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Go read comics. (laughs) 